Blog Talk Radio. We all have inner work to do. Real life, real faith is an opportunity to connect with Cheryl and her guests as they take you on a journey to help you become your authentic self. Whether you need help goal setting, developing coping skills, or connecting with a power greater than yourself, Cheryl is here to walk with you on your path to personal transformation. Get inspired as Cheryl lets you become an active participant or just sit back and glean from the messages delivered. It's Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this evening's episode of Real Life, Real Faith. I am your host, Cheryl Lacey Donovan, and we are delighted to have you with us here on this evening. We have a wonderful show scheduled for you today. We're going to speak with someone who is a media mogul, but before she became a media mogul, she was a school teacher. Yes, that's right. She left her job to become um, an award-winning author, publisher, now executive producer of films. She is none other than media mogul Tressa Azarel Smallwood, and we're looking forward to speaking with her this evening. Uh, right now, I just want to remind you that you can go to our Facebook page, Real Life, Real Faith, with Cheryl Lacey Donovan, and like us. Um, also, don't forget to comment about um, everything that you hear on the broadcast. You can also sign up or subscribe to be a part of the broadcast here at Real Life, at Real, Life Real Faith Radio if you go to blogtalkradio.com. Don't forget about our website. Real Life Real Faith Media.com, as well as Cheryl Speaks.org. You can also connect with us on Instagram at Cheryl Speaks Now or on Twitter at Real Faith Mag. That's right, we are Googleicious. We are in that social media thing. Please make sure that you reach out to us at all of the uh, available places for you to speak with us. Um, and we look forward to speak, talking to you soon. Um, you know, it has been yet another interesting, interesting week. Uh, we had uh, Scaramucci in office one day and then out of the office next day. We've had um, the scientific community coming out with information about global warming. Um, they did so without the uh, blessing of the administration, simply because they felt like the administration was not going to buy into the fact that global warming does exist. Um, we have uh, some veiled threats from Korea uh, to let us know that uh, we don't have to worry about being separated by waters any longer. So just a lot of things just going on in, in the news right now and in our world right now. And it is amazing, amazing, amazing where we find ourselves. And I just continue to pray that um, – things will get better. I mean, I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know. You know, I'm really perplexed right now as to what we're dealing with in our in our community and in our society. It's not something that I've ever seen before, and I really hope that um, it will go away <laughs> really, really soon. I don't know if that's the case or not, but who knows. You know, I also had an opportunity uh, to speak with someone at another radio broadcast where we talked a little bit about, um, you know, some of the the antics of our administration. And and the thing that always comes to my mind is a playground bully. And it it really seems like what we're dealing with here is somebody that sees himself as a playground bully. Even the verbiage that is used seems like loser. You know, what, what presidential candidate, or I'm sorry, president do you know? that would use that kind of verbiage. Um, And then, you know, there are some that say that that's the thing that that makes him 
exactly what some people want is that he is so different and, and he doesn't mind just saying whatever comes out of his mouth and he doesn't care whether or not it's diplomatic or whether or not somebody is going to be offended by it. And, you know, I, I guess that there is an argument that could potentially be made for that, but is that really what we want in the White House right now? I mean, I'm sure that the people overseas are kind of looking at this and thinking, well, you know, if we're going to make a move, this is the best time to do it because they're spending so much time um, just trying to put out all the little bitty fires and all of the little smoke signals that are going off everywhere else um, instead of really getting to a point where they can actually legislate, do some legislation and make make some laws and, and do what they've been sent to the White House to do. I mean, I don't know that I've seen that in this entire first six months of this particular administration. I, you know, what have they actually accomplished other than a lot of um, – yeah, a lot of rhetoric and a lot of um, division and, and, and discord and strife. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's what it looks like to me, that it's, there really has not been anything done that is going to be, bring about any type of effectual change for uh, the people of the country, which is what I thought um, going to the White House was all about, is, is being, you know, doing the things that your constituents want done. So at saying that, I commend the, the – um, two ladies that took their stand against the health care bill and even uh, Senator McCain that did the same. At the end of the day, it's supposed to be about your constituents. You know, even though you have parties, Democratic, Republican, Independent, whatever the party may be, the thing is that you were elected by people in your state to go there and to vote and do things according to their best interest. And if you are not there doing that, then that begs the question, why are you even there at all? And I would say to other individuals like myself who vote, you know, you we need to be voting our interests, you know, forget party lines. You know, it's great to have a party and to belong to, to something, but at the end of the day, if this particular party or this particular person that is in that party is not doing things that are in your interest, in your best interest, the things that are concerning to you, then they don't deserve to be there and they should not be there. And we really need to look at this thing for what it is and become accountable for our votes so that we're not just wasting them away on somebody, you know, who, who may be an incumbent or somebody who's just there in office or whatever the case may be, um, because for lack of uh, somebody else better that could come along. You know, I would also encourage those that, that are you know, wouldn't mind doing it, to get out there and, and start running. And not only running, but go out there and be a part of things that are happening in your local cities and in your local counties and parishes and, and things like that. Be be a part of what's happening. We're, we're doing something here in Houston. Uh, one of our schools and the feeder patterns of the schools, they're having some issues, you know, some real big issues as far as I'm concerned. And we've had an opportunity to come together and try to identify some ways that we can help fix what's happening or at least hold some people accountable, like the principals and the superintendents and what have you, and let them know, look, we, our eyes are not closed. We see exactly what's going on and exactly what's happening, and we are not going to just give you a pass and and let it take place, especially where our children are concerned. We're not going to allow you to have all of these 
uh, people, all of these administrators who seem to me more like they're policing our children as opposed to teaching our children. We're not going to let you keep them in place and just continue to let you get away with it to the point where eventually it, it makes it seem like it's a foregone conclusion that uh, the school needs to be closed, you know, because I'm sure that there are other schools that may be having the same types of issues that these particular schools are having, but it, it just so happens that these are black schools, and it seems that the only resolve that you can find for them is that you close them, and that is not okay. So we're trying to do something locally in our community to change that mindset and to let them know that no, you know that we are watching, we are paying attention, and um, we. Um, you know, we're just not going to let that happen. We, we we don't agree with what's going on, and if there's anything that we can do about it or any say so that we can have in it, we're going to make sure that we we do just that and let our voices be heard. So, um, you know, I just encourage everybody to go out and do the same thing in their own communities. Uh, go to the meetings, go to the uh, town hall meetings, go to the uh, – here we have a county commissioner's court. You know, go to the county commissioner's court and see what they're talking about. Um, sign up to say something. Sign up to let them know how you feel or let them know what it is that you want them to do. Um, same thing here with our city council here in Houston. You know, I, I encourage people because that's really where all of the – most of the policies and things that are going to affect you directly happen. They happen on the local level. Yes, it's great to go out and vote for a president. Yes, it's great to go out and even vote for your senators, and yes, we do need them there. But you have to understand that the things that are going to affect you in the short term and immediately are usually going to happen at your local level. So you also need to be involved in that part of the political process as well, as much as possible. You know, go to school board meetings um, and, and things like that. Just just be proactive. Participate. Because if you don't participate, then you really don't have a leg to stand on when it comes to um, – when it comes to trying to talk about the things that are happening in your particular community. So I would just encourage everybody to get out and to do that while we're waiting on our guest this evening. It is now about 10 minutes after the hour, 10 after the hour. This is Real Life Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan, and we will be back in a moment, hopefully with media mogul Tressa Azarel Smallwood. Back in a moment on Real Life Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. Like rain and snow, when a 
that we see 
needs to stop. And Faith Walking Women will hopefully be the catalyst to make that happen. So if you want to find out more about Faith Walking Women, go to www.faithwalkingwomen, and that's W-A-L-K-I-N, faithwalkingwomen.ning.com, faithwalkingwomen.ning.com. Become a part of the community. Um, Get out there and, and Create some discussions, create some groups of your own. It's a place for all of us to just get together and, and be who we are and to get with other like-minded women so that we can move forth because women, we are powerful. There is nothing that we cannot do when we put our minds to it. We have babies. We raise these children. We go out in the workforce. We become ministers. We become business leaders. We are powerful. And But sometimes, you know, if you like me, and I know everybody out there is probably the same way, you know, you, you get discouraged, you get distracted, you know, you, you, you need some somebody to, to encourage you, to help support you, and to help push you on your journey, and that's what we are planning for Faith Walking Women to be all about, get connecting with one another, connecting and building relationships with God first and then with one another through small groups and discussions, conferences, retreats, whatever it takes to help us to get where God intended for us to be, empowering one another so that we can empower ourselves, Faith Walking Women. You want to join it? You want to become a part of it? I'm telling you, it's going to be something amazing, something really, really awesome. I think the very first question, discussion question that on the board right now is if you could tell another sister, if you could tell another woman something, what would that be? If you could give them some advice from the lessons that you've learned in your life, what would that advice be? And for me, it is to stop investing in things and start investing in memories. Yeah, stop investing in things and start investing in memories because we spend so much time doing, 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 and at the end of the day, is it really all worth it? You know, sometimes when we say yes to things, it can uh, it can mean a no to the things that are most important. We may say yes to six-figure incomes and Fortune 500 companies. We might say yes to these huge mega ministries, but we might be saying no to our families. We might be saying no to ourselves and never having a time to um, do things that are going to empower us. So just think about that. Start investing, stop investing in things and start investing in memories. You will be glad that you did. This is Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. It is 23 after the hour. We'll be back in just a moment. This is the news. This morning, we are saluting the 2.2 million women who have joined in the war effort. They now make up 37% of the workforce, changing their role forever. The prestigious Harvard Medical School is breaking ground today, opening its doors to new female applicants. Today, little girls all over the world look to the sky, where the first woman is now in space. Military stereotypes are challenged today with the trailblazing promotion of a U.S. female officer to four-star general. It was just announced that the vast majority of last year's doctorate degrees were earned by women. We've come so far, but our news is changing for the worse. More women die from heart disease and stroke than men, even though it can be prevented. Make a change at GoRedForWomen.org today. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women.
That was Shanetta Jones with You, Lord. It's You. It's You by Shanetta Jones. Welcome back to Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. And we are coming to the close of this half hour. We want to thank you once again for being with us on this evening. Sorry that uh, we were not able to get our guest on the line this evening, but hopefully we'll be able to speak with Tressa Azrael Smallwood in the very near future. Just want to remind you once again that um, please connect with us on Facebook at Real Life Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. Also on Twitter at Real Faith Mag, on Instagram at Cheryl Speaks Now, and also on our website, realliferealfaithmedia.com and cherylspeaks.org. And if there are any of you ladies out there that want to become a part of women, uh, faith-walking women, make sure that you go out and visit that website as well, faithwalkingwomen, W-A-L-K-I-N, faithwalkingwomen.ning.com, faithwalkingwomen.ning.com. Come and join us, build a community, start a discussion, um, start some small groups in your area. We'd love to see you, love to hear from you, love to connect with you um, in any of those places that we've talked about on today. And as always, remember that God can do exceedingly and abundantly more than you could ever ask or think according to the power that worketh in you. Be blessed.